test you might need that you've never had. Welcome to the Access Health Radio Show. I'm Dr. Brian Forrest, and this week we will be discussing advanced diagnostic blood tests and how they may provide information about your health you don't currently know on Access Health Radio. And we'd like to take this opportunity to acknowledge the companies that support the program. Yeah, we want to give a thanks to Marley Drug in Winston-Salem for supporting our show. They mail order generic medications directly to your home with free shipping at costs that are much lower often than even the big box pharmacies. Check them out at MarleyDrug.com. And Dr. Forrest, if people want more information uh, about the show or maybe after the show today and they want to uh, find out about your practice or maybe they have a a question for you, uh, where can they find that information? If listeners want to send general non-emergent questions and possibly have their question answered on the show, they can go to our website at accesshealthradio.com. They can also like our page on Facebook, or they can send email directly to accesshealthradio at gmail.com with their contact information. After the show, if people want to listen to the show, they miss part of it, or maybe they just want to hear it again, uh, they can listen to an on-demand podcast at WPTF.com, and we will provide links to that on our landing page at accesshealthradio.com. If you'd like information about specifically our medical practice in Apex, North Carolina, you can go to ACC Health, that's A-C-C-H-E-A-L-T-H.com, or you can call 919-363-0190. Again, that's 919 919- So, Dr. Forrest, I'm going to turn the program over to you now and let you introduce our special guest for today's show. Thanks, Mike. Uh, Today, we're going to be discussing some advanced blood tests that many listeners may not have ever had or even heard of. And getting these tests done is as easy as drawing blood for a normal cholesterol test, but it can provide you with much more information about your risk for everything from heart disease to diabetes. And I've invited a special guest to the show today, uh, Dominique Adair. She serves as the medical science liaison for Boston Heart Diagnostic Labs, and she's a lipidologist and has a master's degree as well in nutrition. And she's kindly agreed to spend some time with us this afternoon to discuss some of these tests that people may not have heard of, but definitely need to know about. Dominique, welcome to the Access Health Radio Show. Oh, thanks so much for having me, Dr. Forrest. Um, As you mentioned, I'm a medical science liaison with Boston Heart, and that just means I help healthcare providers understand these tests we'll be talking about. So interpreting them and determining the best next steps um, to reduce disease risk for their patients. I've got several decades of experience working around advanced tests. It is a passion of mine. Um, As you mentioned, I passed a board exam called a clinical lipid specialist, and I'm a registered dietitian with a master's degree in nutrition. So naturally, part of my soapbox is lifestyle medicine and overall just helping reduce chronic disease risk. Yeah, that's that's, uh, great. We really appreciate you being on the show today. So I think the first thing we want to get to is I know that, you know, patients are used to having their cholesterol checked. They're used to having things like, you know, their blood sugar checked. So tell us how advanced testing differs from some of the standard panels like cholesterol that patients are used to getting. Sure, that's a great question. Um, I think when, when clinicians or patients refer to cholesterol tests, they're probably referring to what we call a standard lipid panel. So that would typically include total cholesterol, uh, LDL cholesterol, which is what some people think of as bad cholesterol, uh, HDL cholesterol, or what some people think of as good cholesterol. 
So the standard lipid panel also includes triglycerides and maybe even a calculated number called non-HDLC, which is exactly what it sounds like, so total cholesterol minus HDL. And that's it. That's the sort of collection of tests from which a lot of uh, clinicians make decisions about cardiovascular and cardiometabolic or heart health uh, prognosis and plan. Advanced testing takes this sort of several steps further. So it looks at, for example, how cholesterol is transported. Um, so genetic influences that are extremely important when we're looking at somebody's cardiovascular risk. Uh, even what's going on with inflammation um, and how prediabetes or what we call insulin resistance might be contributing to the chronic disease risk. And the way I think about it is it's a big jigsaw puzzle, and we put that standard lipid panel in there, and it's not to say it's not important, but how much of that picture do we really see with just those few pieces? Once we start building that puzzle with advanced tests, the picture becomes clearer, and we can be much more insightful about assessing a patient's disease risk and then, of course, treating them to try to reduce that risk. Thanks, Dominique. We'll check back with you in just a moment. But now it's time for the Access Health Tip of the Week. You know, it's always a good idea to ask your physician whether or not you need a specific test. A good rule of thumb is, will the results of a test cause you or your healthcare provider to choose a different plan of action? In other words, if the results of the test will not affect treatment decisions or recommendations for changes you can make to improve your health, then it may not be necessary. On the other hand, if the results of a test are going to change what your physician or healthcare provider recommends for you or lifestyle choices that they might want you to make differently, uh, then that's a test that may be worth you doing. Thanks a lot, Dr. Forrest. Straight ahead, we'll talk more in detail about some of the newer blood tests that can give you a more accurate idea of where your health stands as we're joined today by lipidologist Dominique Adair and, of course, Dr. Brian Forrest here on Access Health Radio. Welcome back to Access Health Radio with board-certified family physician Dr. Brian Forrest. And today we have a special guest. Yes, we are privileged today to be joined by Dominique Adair. She is a certified lipidologist and medical science liaison for Boston Heart Diagnostic Labs. And we're uh, pleased that she can be with us today and help answer some questions about some advanced uh, blood testing that people normally may not have heard of. So, so Dominique, uh, are there patients out there where, you know, they've had normal tests done, they've had cholesterol panels done, they've had the typical blood work done at their physical are there folks out there that, you know, may have had normal results on those tests that may still be at risk for heart disease or diabetes or other conditions where those other tests may not have identified that? Absolutely, Dr. Forrest. So the primary reason that we use these tests called advanced tests is to uncover hidden risk. So think about it as the standard lipid panel shows that the patient is perfectly okay, but then maybe there's some other parts of their blood testing and their condition that shows that they're not as okay. So we look at a standard lipid panel and the patient looks optimal or normal, um, and, and yet there are things happening with their blood or how that's transported that we could see in advanced testing to, to show us that maybe they're not. There's a there's a scientific study that was published in 2009, and it was called Get With the Guidelines. And I think what it told a lot of us clinicians um, is exactly the kind of thing that we're talking about today with your listeners. 
So these researchers looked at 137,000 patients um, that were admitted to a hospital because they had coronary artery disease or heart disease. They actually found that one out of every two patients admit for artery disease, for heart disease, had a normal or a good-looking standard lipid panel. So those are people that I guess you can think of as would sort of have been pat on the back and said, okay, you look just fine, when in fact there was some risk there. And scientists or researchers use a fancy term called residual risk, but really it's just that hidden risk that unless you do these additional tests, you don't know that risk is there. You know, I think one of the things to keep in mind is basically what you're saying is what people don't know actually can hurt them, and they may may get lulled into a false sense of security because they've had those traditional panels done that go along with the physical, and like you say, their, their physician may have patted them on the back and said, you know, everything looks good, and that residual risk, they may still have a one out of two chance of having a heart attack even though those panels came back normal. So, yeah, it'd be great if you could just list off a couple of those and, and give us a general idea of what those tests involve uh, so our listeners know what you know they can ask their providers and physicians for. So I couldn't have said it better. 50% of these patients that we thought were okay might not have been okay, and that's a number that I think in science most of us are not comfortable with. So some of the additional tests, um, there's a biomarker called LP little a, and it is very atherogenic, which is a fancy word for heart disease promoting and and increases our risk for actually heart attack and stroke. Um, There's another biomarker called apolipoprotein B. That actually tells us how that cholesterol is transported. Right. For years, we've known it's not so important how much cholesterol you have, but how that cholesterol sort of rides around in your blood. And apolipoprotein B tells us how many particles. I almost think of them like little vehicles that are carrying around the cholesterol. We now know that the more vehicles or particles somebody has, the greater, they, the, greater the risk for, for heart disease they have. It also matters what size those particles or vehicles are. So there's a test called SD or small dense LDLC. When we see that small dense number as high, we know they've got a lot of particles or vehicles. Those particles are small and dense. In other words, they can kind of get into the lining of the artery, which is exactly where we don't want that cholesterol to be. And if it gets in there, it increases their risk for plaque. And once you get plaque, you get that cascade of uh, atherosclerosis, which can end up with a heart attack or stroke. We at Boston Heart have an exclusive test called the cholesterol balance test, and that tells clinicians whether the patient is making a lot of cholesterol in the liver, where cholesterol is made, or absorbing a lot of cholesterol in their intestines, and that will help direct the treatment that that clinician will pick for their patient. So you mentioned in that tip of the day something I am passionate about. We only want to test things that are going to change our clinical management or how we treat the patient, and those four that I just listed will certainly do exactly that. Oh, that's great information. We appreciate you listing those out for us. You know, we've talked a lot about heart disease and cholesterol. What about tests that can give people an idea about their risk for diabetes? You know, maybe even before they have diabetes, people know about their family history and that type of thing. But aren't there some uh, advanced tests that can be included as part of one of these panels that can give you an idea about sort of risk for diabetes and problems with insulin down the road? There sure are. And, you know, 
way back, maybe 20 years ago, we thought of, you know, heart disease over here and diabetes over here. And now we're noticing that those two disease states are just kind of tracing together and almost overlap one over the other. We think of diabetes and even prediabetes as a risk factor for heart disease. And it is an enormous public health threat. Right? And according to the CDC, I think something like uh, 100 million U.S. adults are now living with diabetes or prediabetes. And that's a shocking statistic. But what's very important for people to understand, I feel, is that for most of these people, preventing at least type 2 diabetes is 100% possible if we catch it early enough. So a simple test that Boston Heart offers is called HOMA-IR, and it actually looks at the relationship between fasting glucose, again, a fancy term for sugar, and the hormone insulin. So it gives us an idea of whether somebody is insulin resistant, and that's a state that often develops just before the patient develops full-blown diabetes. So if we have that information early, we can help patients adopt healthy nutrition patterns, possibly use supplements or medications so that we prevent diabetes from developing. And this window of opportunity, which you would not see with sort of standard testing, is so important because once the body um, progresses to diabetes, it just becomes harder and harder to reverse. In fact, you'll probably agree, Dr. Forrest, many clinicians would even argue that once diabetes develops, it's impossible to reverse it because of irreparable damage to the pancreas. But if we catch it early with advanced testing, well, then we prevent a, a really, you know, substantial disease from developing, and it just doesn't it just doesn't have to progress that way if we catch it early enough. That's great information, Dominique. Thank you so much. Straight ahead, we have a few more questions for our guest, Dominique Adair, and we have our Access Health Radio's Trivia of the Week. Stick around. This is Access Health Radio. I'm Mike Davis with Dr. Brian Forrest and our special guest, lipidologist Dominique Adair. And, Doc, it's time for our Trivia of the Week. Well, and you know, Dominique sort of stole my thunder on this a little bit today. <laughs> she uh, she beat me to this punch. But uh, did you know that nearly half the people uh, in this country who have heart attacks actually have what is considered to be normal cholesterol? And this is one of the reasons that this advanced testing can be helpful because, you know, if you're in that 50% that thinks you're fine – and you're not, well, you know, being in denial is not going to help you. Your heart doesn't know uh, that the, you know, which numbers were normal or not. It's just going to base it on the risk that it sees. So if all you rely on is just that simple, straightforward cholesterol panel, uh, you may still be at risk. So I know there's been a lot of discussion about inflammation in the body and those risks, not only for heart disease, but also for stroke and for cancer. Um, and I know, uh, I think Dominique mentioned LP little A already. Is there also part of the comprehensive panel that's also meant to look at just other inflammation and inflammatory markers? And if so, uh, which types of those tests uh, do you recommend in your panel? What a great question. I get, there's so much thought these days about inflammation. It seems to be making it into the news. So, you know, inflammation's a part of the body's immune response. It's, a, it's actually a, a good thing. If we didn't have inflammation, our body wouldn't be able to handle things like viruses and, and bacteria, even our body's response to a sprained ankle. Um, but when the body is in a constant state of inflammation, it can contribute to chronic disease development, as you mentioned, Dr. Forrest. And so we measure several inflammatory markers, 
LPPLA2 and CRP are two of, I think, the most important. And we can actually get from elevations in those markers an idea about whether somebody has vascular inflammation. Think about the lining of their arteries sort of being torn up. And the more inflammation we have there, uh, the more precarious their situation is in terms of developing heart disease. So I think that measuring inflammation, and there's a lot of good scientific evidence to support it, is going to be a, a direction of the future of medicine, and it certainly is something that we're looking at now. Yeah, thanks for that. So, you know, I use uh, this type testing at my own practice, and one of the things that I really like is the personalized report that gets generated for each patient. Can you give a little bit of a description of that report and, and how personalized it is, and also any links to where uh, listeners could potentially see an example of that uh, online? Absolutely. I think that diagnostic report is one of the most unique features, frankly, of Boston Heart Diagnostics. So it's this breakthrough communication tool that basically tells the story of their own heart health right there in a, in a booklet with lots of pictures and easy-to-understand language. And Boston Heart also provides to patients the lifestyle program booklet. So they get instructions on the nutrition pattern and meal plan and menus and food lists and things like that. It makes those lifestyle changes we know are important uh, a little bit more achievable. I think the best resource for people to take a look at what those those documents look like and learn a little bit more is Boston Heart's website, which is www.bostonheartdiagnostics.com. And there they'll find uh, everything we've described and more. Okay, thank you very much. So do you think that physicians are missing out on some critical information just because they're not routinely getting these tests? And do you think that these advanced type tests will eventually become standard and not, not just ordered by those physicians who are sort of practicing cutting-edge medicine? You know, Dr. Forrest, there are plenty of insightful who use advanced testing to assess and treat their patients. Um, studies like the one that we mentioned, Get With the Guidelines, and lots of others are, are supporting a lot of these markers that we've been talking about. Um, so I do think that with all of the support that Boston Heart offers, clinicians and medical science liaisons and, and videos and uh, printed materials and a portal, we do find adoption positive. We have clients all over the country, and I do think with, with progressive and insightful clinicians like yourself, we'll continue to make this part of, uh, of exceptional care as opposed to the exception. Okay. Uh, thank you very much. I'd like to thank our guest for being on the radio with us today, uh, Dominique Adair, a medical science liaison for Boston Heart. We really appreciate you spending time with us today and helping educate our listeners about this advanced testing. Thank you so much. It was my pleasure. So that wraps up our show for this week, and hopefully you're going to be able to use this information to improve your knowledge of your own health risk or that of a family member. And our scripture for today's show is from Proverbs 2-11, New International Version. Discretion will protect you and understanding will guard you. Thanks for listening to the Access Health Radio Show, and we look forward to joining you again next Sunday at 4 p.m. Until then, God bless your health.